0: Really How does. much do you know of the work of Charlie Kaufman? None. Oh wait, didn't he do didn't he do? No he didn't. <laughs> <Carry on. laughs> I have I was I, about I, to I've, mix I, him up. I've seen in, it, didn't he do? Uh, this, <laughs> didn't he do? <laughs> didn't he do, didn't he do? Yeah, it's on every week. <laughs> didn't he do? Didn't he do? Didn't he do? Didn't he do. but it sounds like right. I'm weird... now
1: recording I pressed the recording button oh sweet it'd be Just a weird thing you know. to play Morning. for a novelty
0: for all day five years by David Berry.
1: <laughs> yeah, because the second play is like four years, three hundred the... <laughs> and sixty-four days. That's They just keep going.
0: They found out that that they figured out that it takes exactly five years to count down with the length of the song. <laughs> Which, hey, again, wouldn't put that yeah. past Bowie to have figured that out when he recorded it. Oh dear. I mean, by the way, the uh, you say Tom about the uh, the music video for Dancing mm. in the Street. I used to refer to that as the sensible man and the silly man pulling faces, <laughs> and that's why I that's why I got I that. Know, I for can, dad. I can, uh, sorry, that's why I got dad. I to can get definitely it for me. see why that would be what you call. It. <laughs> yeah, my my first exposure to Bowie was the sensible mm. man, and uh, and then after that, you know, I'm snowman. assuming you've seen that video without the music. Well, no. It's
1: someone foleyed it. Why would you assume someone's, that? Someone's
0: taken the music out of that video. Oh, and have they done like a shredding to it? Have they gone like? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or... <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just them <laughs> dancing in the middle of a warehouse in the middle of nowhere.
1: I think I think someone's foleyed yeah. it. Basically, yeah. it's when someone makes a step, yeah, yeah. they foley the step. I can
0: I can well imagine that. I don't need to see that. I can imagine <laughs> yeah. that very clearly in my but, head. But
1: um, I, I, I think. So um, one of the things that like comes to mind when I th- think of that video is, I can't remember who it was, who's, who's kind of, uh, when their kids went out to parties and stuff, there was uh, they, they had a saying which was like, no touching butts and making out. And then they, they were sort of like, a uh, what, what do you mean by touching butts? And <laughs> it just showed his kids the dancing in the street <laughs> video. And it's because where, so- where David Bowie and Mick Jagger just... Dance with their butts just touching each other.
0: <laughs> yeah, like... they do uh, what we on the playground called the bum bounce, <laughs> bum
1: bounce.
0: Uh, which was a very very popular game on my playground. You would line up either next to or behind each other and just bounce bums for a while. <laughs> Lots of fun. I don't know what I mean. Quite honestly, there's really no reason why that isn't still practiced. <laughs> It's like, it's only vaguely rude. Do you know what I mean? It's a perfectly good form of dancing. I feel like people should do it a lot. (laughs) Um, But uh, no, that that one, we have this sense of shame, don't we? And and you just can't. But yeah, I I like that the the Jagger Bowie dancing in the street has been used as an example of what not to
1: do. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go to an empty warehouse.
0: (laughs) Don't do anything Mick Jagger (laughs) and David Bowie might do together. It's incredible, like, watching that with the Foley added on, it's incredible how much atmosphere that song gives. Because when you when yeah. you strip away all the music and all the all the dancing, when you strip,
1: <laughs> away... I was literally about to do the same fucking <laughs> yeah. thing.
0: You strip away all the music and stuff. It it is just David Bowie and Mick Jagger hanging out in Looking a out. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it fe- <laughs> like a with, with the song. It feels zone. like yeah, it feels like there's some people around them with that yeah. music on. It feels like but, they've got right. a party yeah, on like themselves. Yeah, like they're partying. Yeah. They're part of a street party, yeah. <laughs> but no, they're just in a quiet. They're in a place where they won't have had to get any license to mm, film yeah. there because it's empty. They, um, I mean, they will yeah. have had to in real life, but you, you would have got away with it if you weren't Mick Jagger yeah. and David Bowie. It, yes, I can imagine that the the, the foley only version of the song would be improved still further um, if you started it with the word "meanwhile."
1: <laughs> the <new> <laughs> yes. Just two blokes jumping about. <laughs> In and yeah and just put it in the middle of something my <laughs> god.
0: yeah that would totally fit into <laughs> the warriors <laughs> <laughs> like cuz the, the we watched the director's cut of the warriors and he's put in a load of like uh comic titles it's like meanwhile and on right. so i was like oh my god you could totally just cut that into the warriors and it'd be like it would fit in so perfectly <laughs> Well, there you go. Well, then you should do that, and then you know, upload it to a burning YouTube account and just see how long it takes yeah. to
1: yeah. be removed. Oh, uh, just Let's see if anyone knows. The idea this. in the middle of the Warriors, just this <laughs> fairly rubbish film. Yeah, like um, just. <laughs> Just, it just fits as something like you you've got the lizzie's the dominoes the baseball boys and mick jagger and david bowie <laughs> dancing in the streets
0: i mean honestly i'd go as far as to for instance like hijack the feed of new friends <laughs> and, and you know and and play meanwhile, it all. <laughs> meanwhile. <laughs> if anyone does that I want to establish that I was joking in that moment and that it's a really weird coincidence.
1: <laughs> Very strange coincidence indeed.
0: <laughs> all right, okay. so we, should we get on with uh, some pitching of some movies? Yeah, some some pitching sure. of some movies. Okay, so from Ross underscore originals, we've got do we really need all 800 specimens? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, crikey. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> so eight hundred we... specimens of what that's yeah, is yeah, a question. question until we penetrate that, this whole like this whole title is kind of closed off to us, isn't it? There's a mm. whole world of things that, of specimens it could be, but
1: until we determine that one simple thing okay yeah, we're we're sunk. adventure, right? So we're looking at
0: my oh, yeah. mind immediately goes
1: to the mummy, right. You know those mummy scarabs that eat Omad They, like, burrow under your skin and get you? Oh, no, please
0: please don't imagine I watched The Mummy more than once and never paid attention to what was happening in it. But but I believe you that such a thing took place.
1: I think I definitely... (laughs) Uh, Dave, you you know the Mario movie? Yeah. Imagine that, but Tom, and that to you. Like, The Mummy is to Tom as The Mario movie is to you.
0: Well yeah. then, you know what we need to do, don't we? What we need to do is we need to identify what your one is, Matt, and then have a day of it. It's probably yeah. Labyrinths. Oh, no, that's a normal film. That's, this has to yeah. be a film... this ha- It's not... It doesn't count unless it's a film that definitely is crap
1: okay hmm. right fair enough um, <laughs> and, you, and the, to oh, oh. the
0: person who likes it it's not crap like to me sincerely I think the Mario film is a good film oh Presumably Richie Tom Rich Tom is deluded enough to believe the same about the terrible The Mummy and then you need to find out which one. No, oh, I know is, it's Richie Rich oh gosh yeah there we go I think we've yeah. found it there yeah. <laughs> you go uh it's richie tri- Rich from 1996. Triple
1: right? bill of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I was going to go with Page Master, but basically, you can do any Home Alone, Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin film, and I'll be I'll be on board. Any no, no, any no. non Home
0: Alone. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no. Page Master is a perfect one. That's not a good film at all, just at all. But I can well imagine someone being fond of it. I of... I
1: love it to bits, so I think yeah. I might have two. I, see,
0: I thought I, I I thought I did as well, and then mm. I watched it.
1: <laughs> I I watched it again, like well, maybe two, three years ago, and yeah. I still think I had a good time. But then I was not feeling very well. <laughs> so... Mind you, my
0: oh oh well, no, that's not necessarily a given. I mean, I watched um, the absolutely execrable. Um, the, oh, what's it called? The, the 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 weird CG Tom Hanks Christmas train film. Oh, Polar Express. Yes. I watched that when I had uh, what I am fairly sure was the flu. And it was just like a nightmare. It didn't improve the experience <laughs> at all. Um, and then I switched over from that and uh, um, to enjoy a surefire hit, something that I knew was going to be good. Yeah. Um, because on the other side, it was an American tale. And I was like, well, this will cheer me up. That turns out it's rubbish. Oh man! (laughs) Just it's awful. Uh, And and I thought, hey, maybe this is the fever talking. So I watched it again a couple of years later, and no, it's actually really bad. It's a bad film. But once you push, once you put aside the allegory and like the parts of it that are important and significant, it's not good. It's not good, and Mm. that's a shame. I
1: tell you what, what'll solve your your Polar Express blues is going back and watching. I think it was like last year's Christmas or the year before. No, it was the year before. Um, we did uh, Murder on the Polar Express, um, which oh, cool. which w- was a podcast that I think I did solo um, <laughs> because because I think Tom uh, I and fell asleep. I, I, I guess Katie were pretty much asleep. Um, and I was just <laughs> doing this pitch on my own. And I tell you what, it's a it's a grand pitch. It's great. <laughs> There's like every car is different. You ever seen, you seen the trailer for Infinity Train? Um this Cartoon Network new Cartoon Network animation is fantastic. Oh, y- y-
0: yes, I think I have. Yeah. You're making a weird memory unlock where I was enjoying something to do with a train. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just imagined it. Hang on, let me let me have a look at <laughs> a to memory where I was enjoying
1: a train. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, looking at this now, nope, absolutely this is not what I was thinking of. I have just imagined a train and and I've enjoyed that train. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, watch watching oh, the train. God. It looks good. Um, sure. Um, so, so a, do we really need all eight hundred specimens? Do we need? I don't. I don't get that
0: specimens. So we need to. We're not going to be able to penetrate this until we decide specimens of what, or until maybe we think of someone who would have specimens and then decide what it would be from that.
1: So I right. I got an idea. It's good a very vague I'm idea very glad to hear help. it <laughs> so in the mummy we're doing adventure films oh, yeah. in the mummy there is a, a scene where like um there are these scarab beetles and <laughs> and omar jalili goes up to a wall and he picks out a, a like a, a scarab that he thinks is made of stone uh, or like, like a jade scarab or something mm. and he picks it and he puts it in his pocket and then that scarab crawls under his skin and uh. then it's all you can see a lump going around on his skin and it I no. uh, gets him. It's uh, like a silly. supernatural bad scarab thing,
0: right? <laughs> Homage to yeah. silly.
1: So this <laughs> I think we have like a curse. I don't want to put it in Egypt because that's too too mummy-like. Yeah. Okay. Um where 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 else shall we make a curse? Oh, Aztec place yeah. or
0: somewhere like that. Lion. Sorry, lion. <laughs> Slough. <laughs> Tom, did you just say lion? I said just... Mayan. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> okay. A lion curse, though. That would be cool, it? The lion curse of Slough. Yeah. Yeah, because when the last native lion to Slough died, <laughs> he left a curse. <laughs> like the curse of the Slough Zoo. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so it's um, Simon Pegg's working in Slough Zoo. Right.
1: Yeah. And 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 at some point in Slough, there's been this like uh, legend of uh, a zookeeper who went crazy. Right? Uh, right? He went crazy. He 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 like thought he could control the animals, and he he freed them all from their cages, and Uh-oh. they all went f- biting and eating people in that's, Slough. Do you know what?
0: I, I, I'm no zookeeper. I don't know much about the art of zookeeping, but I reckon that's the last thing you want to do. <laughs> is to let them all out of cages. That's, that's like the that's last thing that you should ever do when you're a zookeeper. It's, I would say, it's almost antithetical to the whole thing of what a zookeeper even is.
1: That's why. That's what. what that's what this is all about. That's I why reckon he should. So I reckon he should have.
0: I think he should have got disciplined for that.
1: <laughs> well, he actually zoo. got eaten. He got yeah. eaten by a lion.
0: He, well, he, um, yeah, that's what's going to happen. That's why. <laughs> that's why
1: we don't do it.
0: That's but, just sloppy zoomanship.
1: <laughs> but he thought he could control the animals. This is in 1924. Oh, okay. Um, they
0: thought they could control animals back then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah. And so and so he was eaten by a, uh, by a lion, and all these different uh, things sort of happened. And ironically, and...
0: at the time he did it, he was eating a lion bar, and then the lion's like, "Well, you're you're going to laugh, but I'm going to eat
1: you." <laughs> the, <man laughs> the lion bar.
0: This is hilariously ironic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so um (laughs) so uh the like that's that's our curse right that's our legend uh in the past um and it it turns out there's there's the part of the legend is the reason he thought he could um he could control the animals is because he found a like a golden jeweled artifact that was like a a chair that a lion tamer had used uh, in, in one of the first circuses yeah. in in somewhere um, in what, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon.
0: <laughs> the Hanging Circuses of Babylon, and it had <laughs> and every animal that the chair was used to tame, it's got etched into it. So like yeah. it's got all the uh, all of the animals of the pantheon of animals, a full so, Arksworth all over
1: it, carved in in these ancient scrawlings. So since then, this this circus has been closed. But it's only since eight hundred lions with seemingly like strange intelligence start appeared in the circus Whoa. that they that, that that uh I'm gonna say who's a good scientist type person? Um,
0: who's a good scientist type person? You are. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are, Dave. Dave Bulmer is, 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 a, is a scientist who's been tasked with finding out. So I, well,
0: hang on a minute. So I'm just playing this scientist. This, yes, you're playing a scientist. This, we're pitching this as a vehicle for my entry into Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The, the yeah. film title, Do We Really Need All Our 800 Specimens? <laughs> the debut film starring Dave Bulmer yeah. and introducing... Yes.
1: <laughs> um, As
0: so the good scientist,
1: Dave, you're playing um, the this 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 uh, scientist guy who's yeah. in charge of the government investigation uh, into, or you're the lead lead scientist on the government investigation into why 800 weirdly intelligent lions have <laughs> appeared in a closed zoo.
0: Okay, so as so because I'm playing that character, I feel like I can essentially drive that character's personal narrative here. I'm gonna do a bit of, uh, you know, I'm gonna do a bit of ad lib. I'm gonna shake up the script a little bit, put a couple of my own ideas across. I've got some (laughs) ideas for this character. Um, how about this? (laughs) If I was that scientist and I was in charge of that, first thing I'd do is I'd ask them because these are weirdly intelligent lions. Remember, they can Mm. probably communicate. I'm going over to the zoo. In Um, but I'm going to be wearing a big... You know, like a beekeeper wears a special beekeeping suit that keeps yeah. bees off. I'm going dressed in a suit made of loads of chairs that are all pointing <laughs> away from me. <laughs> it's like a mech suit, but out of chairs. And I'm stomping in and think, I'm saying, hello. We'll,
1: we'll have you that suit. We'll have you that suit, but later Thanks. in the film.
0: Okay. I think you've got
1: to be brought round by mm. a, plucky, a, a plucky sidekick who wants to understand them. Because at some point, right. someone's got to say, do we need... All eight hundred specimens. I guess that might be that might be a higher up to you, right? One of the governmental governmental forces, right? You've got an army general man who's like, yeah, because
0: because they because the army or whoever they think that they they, obviously obviously I think most people would agree that these suddenly appearing intelligent lions may pose a threat, especially given that what they're appearing in the middle of. Unless I'm getting my wires crossed here. Is Slough, so
1: yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. so a all these lions, down zoo in Slough,
0: yeah, and all of these lions, a they're lions, b they're intelligent. I don't think the ordinary like the the the, the ordinary penning in of an animal that is used by the zoo is any match for these lions. They're going to get out pretty quickly, and then they'll be in a populated town. I don't know how big Slough is. Does it constitute a city? If it does, a city. If it doesn't, a town, and. Whatever or whatever it is, it might be a whole borough. I don't know anything about Slough except for that one poem from the office. Come Um, friendly (laughs) bombs. yeah, um, come friendly lions, come hyper intelligent lions. So the government (laughs) and the army and that, they'll be thinking, can we just exterminate these lions? And I'm going, no, we need them for science. And they're going. Do we really need all 800 specimens? You can have one lion. But of course, I, by this time, have formed some kind of a bond with the lions, a relationship with them. And part of that, you think of it as like a rival. You know, I'm the advocate for the lions. And I'm going, no, they need, these are the lions' people. They're people to each other. Don't just kill them off. Then the one remaining lion will attack us and he'll find some way of becoming more powerful than you can possibly imagine. (laughs) Because he'll have lost his entire people that we'll have exterminated. You're right, it is like a rival.
1: It's a, lot like a rival in that way,
0: <laughs> but I think in the way that in Arrival she's always going, "Hey, to the army man," she's always going like, "Look, can you not throw your weight around, please? I'm doing something delicate." And he always goes, "You're gonna have to give me more than that." And she goes, "Well, it's actually quite delicate." And he goes, oh, "All right, actually, I'll be quite reasonable about this. Go ahead." <laughs> and I go, "Oh, cool. That was really good. I like Arrival. It's a good film." <laughs> <laughs> Too slow for me. But um sorry, sorry. I like Arrival. It's a good film.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so very good um, yes very clever thank you um, <laughs> so uh we've got this we, we've got you in in, in in on these tents there's all these tents surrounding the zoo you know you're working <laughs> or, you're working and then you like i think someone's managed to capture one of the lions and they have brought them out they brought yeah. it out and uh, it's it, you've got one specimen and the army guy's like, we've got the one we can test. Why do you need the other 799? <laughs> um, this is uh, JK Simmons. Yeah.
0: Um, and, uh, and and Jeremy Renner is your assistant as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that. Hey, honestly, that's what I'm in it for. <laughs> Why do you think Renner. I signed up to this? Why does anyone make a film ever? It's uh, If only to meet Jeremy Renner. Yeah. It, so it's, like... it's weird that so many people did it before the birth of Jeremy Renner and leading up to his like career <laughs> that
1: they, Because they knew that one day they might meet Jeremy Renner.
0: They knew Jeremy Renner would be on on his way. Think of the tireless work of all the actors who like died before the rise mm. of Jeremy Renner and they were like so close they were crawling toward the finish line and then no they just expired. It was it was <laughs> foretold didn't... in in the scrolls of old Hollywood that a man yeah. would come yeah um,
1: J-R. a man would come work work 9 to 5 in hollywood and and yeah. generally make some impact he'll it, um, put it
0: in he'll put it in a perfectly serviceable performance in a few films but he won't be anyone's favorite in any of them
1: um and so yeah so you um oh are... i feel bad now
0: oh, yeah, i like you, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I like Jeremy Renner as well, to the, However, to the extent that I have, as of a few minutes ago, learned your name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do agree that Jeremy Renner is the only actor in Hollywood who works nine to five. Yeah, I, yeah. I imagine he probably does. Mm. He's like, and not he's just, got... and not just in the way the others do. Not just weightlifting.
1: Yeah, know. <laughs> he's he's got he, he's cleaning lots before and after yeah. shoots.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. To f- <laughs> honestly if i was on a hollywood tour and jeremy renner was there with a broom just doing some sweeping and like he was like well i just saw some sweeping needed doing i'd believe that <laughs> wouldn't you
1: yeah. yeah yeah he he feels like he wants to put in a, a full day's work no matter what he's doing yeah. <laughs> um,
0: i think he just wants to muck in i think he's helpful he's, he's there because he wants to be there
1: yeah mm. i agree what a helpful
0: little boy (laughs) I don't don't know why but in that moment I sort of imagined that like he's a sort of Pinocchio character who who started off as not a real boy and whose dream was to just be in Hollywood, just in some way just help out somehow, and the magic spell made him real, and he's since become an actor, but he still just wants to help (laughs) So how, um, how does do we really need eight hundred specimens?
1: And how does it end? We're not even ma- three seconds in, Tom. <laughs> no, we, um, we haven't figured out what it is. Right? So I figured out what it is. We're just talking about Jeremy Renner. So oh yeah, it's the lions. That's right. Yeah, the lions. We um like you, you're like we're getting loads of readings from the center of this 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 uh zoo Lion. where the old zookeeper <laughs> used to live, um yeah. but it's contra- completely patrolled by lions. If you bomb this place to get rid of the rest of the dangerous lions, which they're intending to do, yeah. um, you know, destroy the zoo in a controlled explosion, um, then you'll never, <laughs> we'll never find out where these readings are coming from.
0: Exactly. So that's
1: when you get your scene. They're like, no, nope, in in twenty twenty to thirty minutes, we're gonna uh, blow this place up, and you're like, destroy you know what? Get as many chairs, Get, you know what Jeremy, get as many chairs as you can possibly find and yeah. some duct tape.
0: You've been drawing got- up this idea for a chair suit the entire film. Yes. It's just been it, teased. My initial chair suit is just like one layer of chairs, but then I start walking <laughs> over other chairs and you know how chairs like can be stacked. They just all start to slot into each other I'm getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow! So eventually,
1: wade in through these dangerous tiger, uh, these dangerous lions, I should say.
0: Yeah, and by this time, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my silhouette comes over the horizon <laughs> like a giant hedgehog. Yeah, and it's like a giant hedgehog, but in the shape of me, to the extent that like there's chairs arranged into the shape of glasses and everything. <laughs> <laughs> like when I talk, chairs move like a mouth. <laughs>
1: And so you walk up to this building, this 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 the zookeeper's hut, and you pull yeah. off the you pull off the roof um, <laughs> <laughs> with your giant chair kaiju arms. Yeah. And you reach in, and there inside <laughs> this building is the biggest lion you've ever seen. Yeah. It's um,
0: made of it, lions. It's,
1: it's <laughs> all the other it's lions that's the outside of
0: him. Yeah. It's voiced
1: by Liam Neeson. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Don't take it. Whatever you do, strange chain- chair man, don't cha- don't take the golden chair. And you're <laughs> the like, what? Chair. What are you on about? <laughs> I haven't heard anything about this so far in this film. Um, <laughs> <it's> like...
0: <laughs> oh, haven't new... you? Oh, um, I guess we better fill you in then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the last man who took the golden chair tried to control all the all the lions of the land. He thought he could do it with all animals. But actually what he did was end up summoning 800 lions to this very location (laughs) 70 years later.
0: All the times that he thought that he was controlling another animal, that was a coincidence. Actually, a big lion was on the way.
1: (laughs) It had been posted. (laughs) Oh, God. So anyway, I think you... (laughs) I think the end of this film is you, like... You realize, like, like, talking with Liam Neeson, uh, yeah. like, you have a little back and forth where you're like, I've got to take this to find out about it. He's like, no, you can't take it. You have a little battle, and then eventually there's a big loudspeaker that's like, Dave Bulmer, you've got to get <laughs> I out. I forgot of... it
0: was me. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you've got to get out of this, this zoo or we're going to explode it in three minutes because lions are about to escape. And then... <laughs> um and then you're like,
0: no, <laughs> that's what they do in real life when a zoo, so when like there's an animals escape from being the enclosure, they, they blow up the zoo. <laughs> so, so <laughs> you're
1: like, and they I hope am...
0: that they can evacuate all the families first. But if not, they're just gonna have to blow it up. <laughs> every zoo is like lined underground (laughs) with dynamite when the animals escape they get out of the zoo (laughs) so it's super counterproductive to blow up the zoo yeah because now there's nowhere else but out of the zoo for the (laughs) The animals to (laughs) be
1: the animals have escaped Let's blow up everything in the zoo except the animal that's escaped. It's <laughs> like when
0: all of the it's like when all of the supervillains escape from Arkham Asylum, they blow up Arkham Asylum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't speak for JK Simmons' logic in this, but um, <laughs> he's like, We're gonna we're gonna blow it up and you're like, Liam Neeson, we've gotta work together, otherwise there's no chance. And Liam Neeson's like, "Okay, take the chair," and then you manage to summon eight hundred lions on top of J.K. Simmons before he presses the
0: button. Wow!
1: <laughs> so actually, we needed sixteen hundred. Uh, and then specimens. there's this sign,
0: and then there's this. There's this scene where J.K. Simmons is covered in lions, and just his hand comes out and is stretching for the blow the zoo up button because now, <laughs> now. There's, like, 800 lions not in the zoo. It's vitally important to blow up the zoo at this point. <laughs> there's
1: 800 lions in the zoo and there's 800 lions out of the zoo as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, so J.K. Simmons has to blow up the zoo and the whole world because the zoo, he has to blow up the zoo because the 800 lion's not in the zoo and he has to blow up the world because the 800 lion's in the
1: zoo. There's two buttons and it's a 50-50 chance. There's no labels. It's, it's either in or out the zoo gets blown it's Schroding is,
0: Schrodinger's is 800 Lions is what and it is. Two, and the two buttons are labelled by like a sign that's just an arrow pointing to the button and says, blow up the world. Except like it's the sort of sign that could really easily go round. It's just attached by one screw in the middle. So you never know which is pointing to the right one. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> although it doesn't, it does raise the question of why he hasn't blown up the world already, except the zoo. <laughs> because up till now, he was happy that there were lions in the zoo. <laughs> wow! For, thank you, Ross Originals, for that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Ross, for that, for that very, very obvious deleted scene. Uh, that... <laughs> it's nice to what, have. Well, what, you're to keeping fill it up the with.
1: Malkovich one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we keep
0: it in the Malkovich one. Because the Malkovich one had, like... It, it didn't have a 20-minute Jeremy Renner diversion.
1: <laughs> you could edit out the 20-minute Jeremy Renner diversion. This film would would sail by.
0: <laughs> if you could say that about a few films.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, what was it, it called? Mission Impossible... Uh, f- is it Fallout? What's the what's the one? Ghost Protocol. The new one.
0: Ghost Protocol, yeah. Yeah, oh, you good could Lord. you
1: could you could edit out the Renner di- diversion of that, and it would it would be a three minute film, and it <laughs> probably be better.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, poor be, old Jeremy it'd be, Renner!
1: It'd be two scenes of Tom Cruise waving to a woman across a plaza. That would be. <laughs> Imagine the
0: audacity of putting that out on iMac <laughs> <laughs> Dun 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 dun. Cooey. Dun dun dun, dun, dun. <laughs> He, Tom Cruise did do all his own stunts, uh, <laughs> lifting his hand up and waving. No, imagine, imagine if that's the one he didn't do for whatever reason. They actually had a body double do the wave, so it's not even him.
1: Like they did, like they, like they did in Labyrinth with uh, David Bowie and the juggler. Uh,
0: <laughs> they instead, instead, fun they fact: have... it's actually the same hand actor.
1: <laughs> yeah you have that same juggler Come and put his arms through David Bowie's armpit or Tom Cruise's armpits and go hello <laughs> yeah and he doesn't just wave
0: like he waves in a really sleek kind of way like a really juggling a ball. he's all away dun 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 dun, 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 dun. this
1: is got to be the most impressive wave anyone's ever
0: done yeah actually scratch that this does deserve to be on IMAX 3D it's brilliant <laughs> It's the best wave you've ever it's like the you know the that like when they first began cinema and they showed the train that shot towards Mm. the camera and the audience went, Oh we're gonna be hit by a train. It's like that, but like, oh we're being waved at. (laughs) Hello, just wanna say thank you for listening to the Lives of
1: Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really, maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone.